Welcome to How She Creates. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Lauren. And we're here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite artists to learn how they create. We'll discuss creativity, tips, tools, inspiration, and life as an artist. We hope these conversations leave you encouraged to make more stuff and share it with the world. This episode of How She Creates is sponsored by Get Messy Art Journal. Get Messy is an art journal membership community that shares tutorials, inspiration, prompts, interviews, and challenges each week. Join Get Messy before 2017 as an annual member to join at the lowest rate Get Messy will ever be at again. Get Messy has an amazing community of artists who are waiting to welcome and support you in your art journey. Learn more about Get Messy at GetMessyArtJournal.com. In this episode, Kaylee interviews Julie, Marta, and Tracy about using pocket pages to document their life. This episode is a breath of fresh air in the scrapbooking world as these ladies get honest about taking photos just for scrapbooking, breaking the rules, and doing what you want when it comes to recording your own life. Listen today to learn our guest's best tips for taking selfies, saving bad photos, matching cards to photos, the best supplies to use, and why you should document your life no matter what life stage you're in. Be sure to connect with these ladies on Instagram to see more of their gorgeous work. Hello ladies, I am so excited to be talking to you today about pocket documenting. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Thank you. For those people that somehow magically don't know about each of you, could you introduce yourself? Marta, maybe you can go first. Oh, hello. Hi, this is Marta. I live in L'Hospitalet, Barcelona, and in a tiny flat by my own. And I work in the offices of a hotel chain in Barcelona, too. And I also design Project Life cards, and I sell them on my Etsy shop. And I'm a Project Life lover. You have <laughs> amazing well. accent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, Julie, what about you? Okay, so I'm Julie. I'm from New Jersey in America. I uh, make Project Life pages and I make a lot of process videos on YouTube. And yeah, I've been doing that for about two or three years now. Hi, um, I'm Tracy and I live in Vancouver, BC. Um, You probably know my dog Sophie (laughs) because she is in all of my Project Life spreads. Um, I've been documenting this way since uh, 2013. And uh, yeah, it's my favorite way of documenting. And it's just me and Sophie. So I uh, am a little bit different from all the people that have kids and all of that. So yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's quite a coincidence, I suppose. I didn't do it on purpose, but all three of you actually, you don't have kids or husbands or. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Independent yeah. women. <laughs> yeah. Let's stop by talking about what pocket documenting actually is. I know for all of us, we know a lot about it and it's like consuming our lives, but someone who has never heard of it. What is it for you? Uh, Well, for me, I think it's a super simple way of documenting. I like that it's not um, super permanent. So it's not like you glue something down and then you're stuck with it. I like that you can just mix and match, you know, different things. And if you put pictures in a spot and you don't like it, you can easily just move it somewhere else. So that was really appealing to me. You don't have to glue everything down I think (laughs) that's true yeah yeah um for me it's just it's such an easy way to document things like it doesn't have to take 
like a whole hour to do one spread on one photo. You know, it's just, you can have so many things in one spot. And I feel like it's also very economical because you don't have to worry about having a bunch of pages, each focusing on one event and you can have like a whole week's worth in one page. So that's what yeah. it really appeals to me. Yeah, I, I like it too that uh, you can go as simple or as you can make it difficult or, or creative or not. You can do whatever you want, maybe just photos and cards and that's all. And maybe you can spend more time. Yes, it's I like this freedom. Mm. Yeah. How long have you been doing it for? Yeah, um, I've been doing it, I think, for three years. Um, I lost count, <laughs> but I think so, <laughs> yes. Three or four. Yeah, I started um, in 2013 for my, um, for like to document my 25th year. And yeah, I've been doing it ever since then. Yeah, it kind of just sucked me in. I wasn't even... <laughs> I started scrapbooking. I did full pages at first, and then I realized I wanted an easier way to document everything and not like stress out too much about it. So then I just found like the Project Life and the pocket the pocket scrapbooking thing, and that's just it sold me right away. Yeah. Okay. So you started with scrapbooking, Tracy. You started mm-hmm. with Project Life. I did. Yeah. Um, and you, Marta. Well, I started with scrapbooking and art journal, and I then I um, came up really at the beginning. I was really like against Project Life. It was funny because I thought it was a time-consuming thing, and I it, it wasn't my thing at all until I came across with December Daily one day. And I try out and try it out, and I was like, "Wow, maybe um, Project Life is a thing to consider." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I jump in, but uh, at first, I, I I really didn't like it. Well, when I didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing about Project Life that's quite cool is that there's so many different ways to do it. And there's different sizes and um, different time frames that you can do it in, so you can always find something that works for you. Yes, yes, I agree. At the time, I didn't know anything, and it seems too daunting for me. And but then it wasn't. So I think um, for people starting out, uh, twelve by twelve is a really daunting size because it is just so massive. Um, and I think, you know, a few years ago, that's really all everybody did was 12 by 12. Um, so, I mean, I know it, it was scary for me starting out that big, um, but I do like the freedom of being able to change sizes. I basically, this is my fourth year doing it. And each year I've done it, I've changed a size just to sort of keep it fun and, you know, keep it interesting for me. So I think the that's another reason why, you know, pocket scrapbooking is so popular is because you can make it work for you and there's really no rules. Mm. I think another thing that's changed since pocket scrapbooking became a thing, um, there were no, well, when I, what I remember is when you would like look online for inspiration, it would just be all of these very heavily embellished pages. Um, very, just just like a lot there's a lot going on and it was mostly like people with kids people with families and I feel like over the past two three years it's become become such like a gateway scrapbooking addiction (laughs) so many different styles now and like you can see all the people doing minimalist scrapbooking and you can find so much inspiration for that kind of scrapbooking and not having to uh kind of conform to that kind of very embellished uh 
crazy kind of look, which I think is, is a lot for me personally, <laughs> but you know, like, like Kayla, you have such a, a nice minimalistic style and that's something that wasn't around like two, three years ago. So I feel like that's also why yeah. more people are doing it. Mm. Yes, it's changing a lot. Yeah. From six by eight and nine by twelve, <laughs> and so many I don't know mixed formats as well. It's it's so funny. Do you guys have like a favorite size that you prefer? I like. I started. I did twelve by twelve for the past I think two or three years, and I like that I could always go smaller within the album. Like I'd have little six by eight pages here and there, um, but right now I'm doing nine by twelve, and I actually really like that a lot. Well, I always think that I will I will come back to six by eight because it was my favorite size ever, and I'm always thinking I will come back and we'll come back to you. <laughs> but yes, I don't know. I think it, it was my favorite. Yes. I think I really like six by twelve. That's the size I'm doing this year. Um, but I think my favorite was six by eight. So I think that's probably what I will go to next year. Yeah, I feel like my style changes every time my size changes. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing. I didn't do Project Life this year, but I'm doing my pregnancy album in like pocket page style, and um, I'm doing. Those those artist trading card pages, just because oh. one mm-hmm. oh yeah fifty two of them, and I've never used them and I feel quite guilty about that. <laughs> so I'm doing that. So that's also making things a bit more different. But yeah, I think I missed six by eight. But you can't really say much with it. You know, like it's difficult to keep it looking minimalist and looking clean yes right yes that's true mm. so if like one thing happens that week it's great you know like if you went for coffee one day then six by eight <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i think yes. yeah it doesn't really help if you've got if you had like a really exciting trip maybe that's why um the six by 12 and the nine by 12 is so great because it's kind of like You've got enough space for a 12 by 12 spread, but it's only one. You know, like it's half of it. So it's not yes. that big. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, I love six by, tw- uh, six by eight, but I ended up filling up four albums <laughs> for a year. And like, it's funny because I went from um, 12 by 12, I filled three albums up. And then the next year I was like, well, I can't keep doing this. I'll cut down to six by eight and I'll have less albums. And then I ended up really not having less albums. So yeah, <laughs> that's a bit of a problem. But I think because I, um, you know, I'm not doing it as much sort of this year, I think six by eight will be a good size for me to do next year. Cause I am, you know, not taking as many pictures and I'm not like crazy about, um, you know, just snapping every single thing that I do, which is what I used to do when I first started. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'd love to talk about that whole life cycle. Cause also I feel the same way when I started doing project life, I would take a photo of every single thing and I would print <laughs> like basically all those photos and put all of them into my project life. And now I feel like as it's, as time has gone by, I'm more selective in my photos and I'm treating my digital camera more like a, um, what is a traditional analog camera, film camera? Yeah. Um, in that I don't want to waste my photos just because I'm wasting my time. So I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys feel the same way about the way you're taking photos? 
Yeah, when I, when I first started, I took photos of everything, I, especially my everyday life. But then I, I've been working on the same job for these years, so I, I'm doing almost the same thing. So I, I stopped um, shooting about my um, everyday life. So I only just take a snap when I am doing something with my friends or so, and especially even or something, but not as much as, as before. Yeah. I don't know, after doing it for so many years, you see that you really just do a lot of the same things over and over again. And when you document it once, I feel like I don't need to repeat it 40 more times during the year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think it makes me want to take better pictures and different pictures, which I think it pushes me creatively because I want to have different kinds of shots in my album. So I think that's a good thing. I agree with you there. Because that's what I used to do. Because I, you know, like I ha- I've had the same job forever. I've mm-hmm. lived in the same apartment apartment forever. I like literally. I'm like I have my routine, and it's like it doesn't really change. And so, you know, it's like when I first started, it was like, yeah, let's take pictures of everything. And now mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I go out and I'm like, oh, I forgot to take a picture. Oh well, <laughs> and it's yeah. like. It's, you know, it's not, it, it, whereas before I would be like, oh my God, I have to take a picture. And I'd take like 10 pictures of the same thing or, you know, like this kind of stuff. And it's like, I noticed that um, things like doing um, like a day in the life or a week in the life or something like that. I think that's great for people who, you know, have big families and, you know, everything's changing and all of that kind of stuff. But for me personally, it's literally the same stuff over and over and over again like I I did I did week in the life uh for the first time last year and I just did it in a little mini album and it was like okay I leave my apartment at the same time I take lunch at the same time I so it was like I'm like it's basically the same day like repeating itself and so when I did that I tried to sort of do different things like you know, oh, this is a picture on my way to work. And then the next day it would be like, this is a picture of my desk. And yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, do good with so- those kind of things. And it's like, even looking through my, my albums, um, you know, it's like, how many sunset pictures do I need to put in my album? Like, I love them. And so I'm going to keep taking them. But it's like, the view is not changing. I mean, a few new buildings have gone up. But it's like, the sun is still setting. And, you know, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, you rock those, those sunset photos. Though. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. What Julie said, it's it's really true about that. Uh, pushes you to take photos in different ways that I didn't know anything about photography when I began Project Life. And I I think that I learned, I, at least I photography, <laughs> but I've learned about composition in photos and these things. It makes me learn a lot of things. Yeah. Yep. I feel like the number one thing that Project Life has done for my photography is made me um, take photos with a lot more white space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or if, if it's a photo of like a coffee mug or something, then you make sure that the, um, the saucer is completely round so that when you write around it, then it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Is Project Life the only way that you ladies get creative? Well, in, in no way, I, I like to paint or to draw and do many forms of, I don't know, 
art, but <laughs> um, I like to design as well. Sometimes they are in sync for designing purposes, but not always. I mean, I, I like to try different things out. I mostly just do script, like the Project Life uh, pocket scrapbooking stuff, but uh, I'm not very like creative like with painting i wish i was i wish i could draw um i like actually bought a book to like teach myself how to draw but i haven't opened it so we'll see how that goes (laughs) it's literally there and i just i took a picture posted on instagram and never never opened it (laughs) um but other than that i'm really into like the video editing kind of stuff um which is fun to make like process videos and stuff but i'm also really into uh making vlogs and just like documenting life in a different way um i just i think i'm very into uh preserving memories like that and finding different ways to do it i've been in middle school i would record my friends and i like just hanging out and they'd get really annoyed by it but i'm so happy that i have that all archived like all the awkward 12 year old 13 year old shenanigans oh gosh they're so awful but it's so great to look back on so i guess i'm creative in a way in different ways to preserve memories not so much like artistically yeah tracy what about you um well as everyone else was talking i was trying to think about it and i don't i don't know i mean i feel like i've always kind of had sort of a creative streak um you know just sort of in different different ways like you know in in middle school and high school i liked to you know cover all my notebooks and you know magazine clippings and stuff like that um But sort of outside of doing um, scrapbooking, I mean, I don't know. I like I like sort of like interior design sort of stuff. Um, I've really I've really gotten into makeup this year, which is I know kind of weird. But I mean, it's kind of fun to like play around with stuff like that. Um, But yeah, other than that, I don't really I, I don't know. I don't really do other things. So and I can't live in my day-to-day job. It's just because everything has to be, you know, very by the book. So kind of the weekends are when I get to sort of create and, you know, have fun that way. So um, I like the way we were saying, like the way Julie was saying about how she's creative around all the documenting and all of that stuff. Because I feel like Project Life is such a good way for someone to get started in creating. I know that's how I got started in creating in general. Um, because, you know, it's not just about taking a photo and putting it in a pocket and then taking a piece of scrap of paper and putting that in the pocket. You have to think creativity, like we were speaking about with the photos. So it develops your photographic style. Then it also develops your handwriting, you know, because maybe you want to letter this a little bit. And then it also develops, I don't know, the way you freaking choose to cut out a piece of paper. <laughs> so I think that it's a, it's quite an all encompassing all encompassing way of getting creative. Yeah. And then the bonus privacy that you remember your memories. And you make them important, I suppose. I think that's yeah uh-huh. that's probably number one thing about um documenting in this way is that we're saying this memory is important to me, so I'm gonna record it and make a pretty page around it so that I don't forget it. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Do you guys think that, um, like, do you ever have times where, um, you know, you kind of think, like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I know every time. Oh. I know, like, especially, especially for me, the past like year or so, I've kind of had the thought of like, 
why am I doing this? Like, am I really going to care 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road? Like, is it going to, is it going to matter? Like, you know, when I'm gone or, you know, if I have kids, are they going to just throw them out? Are they going to like, I don't know. I I know it sounds terrible, but I have that. I have that of like, why am I, why am I doing this? And I mean, that's kind of why I've stopped actually doing scrapbook layouts because it's like, I had, I filled up like a, you know, a 12 by 12 album of them last year. And it's like, yeah, they were fun to do them, but like now I don't even look at them. So it's like, really, what is the point of doing them? So, I mean, I feel like, um, Uh, like project life is different than just regular scrapbooking in that way. But yeah. Do you guys ever have sort of doubts of like, why am I doing this? Should I keep, am I going to keep this stuff? Does it really matter big picture wise? Or is it just all these albums that, you know, I'm going to have to move eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you have them for like so many years, they just kind of collect and it's just like, they're all there. And it's like, what's going to happen to them? But I feel like for me, I've just thought of it as this is my one thing that I'm going to be selfish about and just do it for myself. And like, I really like looking back on them and I'll like force my family to look at them with me, force my friends. So I'm like, no, I made this. You're going to look at it. <laughs> and like, like, they'll be like, why do you do this? But it's like, I'm, they, when I see other people going through the albums and realizing like, oh, you recorded that. I don't even remember that. And I'm so grateful that you did. That's what makes it worth it for me. Yeah. You know, like I like I did a whole album of really old pictures from like high school and middle school, which, you know, my friends loved, of course. Um, But then when they were looking through it, they had realized like, oh, I wish you had done this during the actual time that these happened. So it would be more detailed. And, you know, I feel like if it doesn't matter to everyone, it'll matter to someone. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think that I, I, I really don't look at, uh, at my past albums, uh, really. But I think um, one day I will or when I'm in the mood. But um, for me, well, it's important to have all these things there because when maybe something changed or I, I don't know, I have kids or boyfriend <laughs> or something, I mean, it will be all different. So I think it would be really great to look at this uh, how was my life before so that is why also i try to to take a look at what pictures i include in my albums because for example i like to flat lakes and pictures from above from instagram but for me personally it's like um why do i say including this here because for me when i'm looking at my albums it, it's what I I didn't, I won't really care about uh, these uh, types of photos. I mean, they all look good, but I don't know. It's like I try to include really important things for me. Yeah, those fo- that photo thing. I feel like it's so difficult because the best photos are those like super blurry ones that were taken late at night. Everyone's drunk. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't <laughs> yes. look pretty. i just throw them in there i just throw them in there anyway personally yeah yeah yeah. because like those are definitely the best ones those are the ones you're gonna look back on and like laugh and like i can't believe we did that or wow that was really stupid and you know those are the best memories i love i love keeping all the bad pictures yeah, but then yes, they, or maybe you can put it behind the the good ones. We go with just hide them. Yes, it's like, 
but you see, I think it's great. It's great to include stuff like that. Cause I know like in, um, one of my albums, I went out drinking with some work friends and, um, we literally had like a lineup of shots and I was like, <laughs> here I am. I'm like, not in my right mind, but I'm like, I gotta get a picture of this <laughs> a picture of like the bartender pouring all these shots. And it's like, you know, this happened like two years ago and I look back on it and I can, it takes me right back to, Oh my God, that night was so much fun. So like, you know, you have to include like the not perfect photos or the slightly blurry photos or, yeah. you know, like I've included pictures where my phone is just like randomly like taking a picture, you know, as I'm holding it. And it's like, hey, that's actually kind of cool. So, you know, I'm going to put it in there. Yes. <laughs> my number one tip for those bad photos is just make them black and white. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Especially like that pictures, black and white. Yeah. <laughs> It makes them classy. Then you can put them next to like a fancy um, Studio Calico Project Life card or something. Exactly. And they'll match everything. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have to worry about the colors. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about matching. Do you guys um, actively choose cards that match your photos? Do you? Is that a yes. conscious decision? Yes. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> it's all about the aesthetic. <laughs> Okay, so how, how would you choose a card that matches? If you've got a photo of, I don't know, a sunset, Tracy, what like, card would you choose for that? Well, what I like to do is I put all my pictures in first and then I kind of look and I sort of see what is sort of a common color throughout all of these pictures. And then I try and find cards that kind of match that. So like, I mean, I'm not a big fan of matching like, you know, sort of red with blue, but if there's a picture that has red and blue, you know, in it, even if it's just like, you know, the detail on someone's shirt or I was wearing red lipstick that day or something, I try and match it, the little details, not necessarily all the big, like I'm not going to have, you know, a blue sky and then have like a bunch of blue cards. I'm going to try and pick something like with the little details. That's, that's what I do anyways, is I like to just, I look at the little details in the picture and then sort of match my cards to those colors. That's a good tip. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, perfectly the same way. I like, I feel like when, like if there's a lot of sky pictures, I'm not going to choose blue. And like, you want to, I feel like it's just more cohesive if you play up all the tiny details in the pictures and overall it'll yeah. just look better that way. You know? Yeah. yeah. I feel you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Martin, you design Project Life cards as well. Do you sometimes design cards to match your photos? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it really haven't, uh, haven't happened yet, that, but I'm sure it will. But I really designed to really to match my my style. I like bright and fresh, so it's um, I'm designing what I will use for the moment. So I don't know, funny, fun, fresh. Uh, I like it so much, so I really did it that way. Okay, I've got a question for you guys. Um, do you guys document to this extent because you're all so ridiculously good looking? Oh my god, you just about made me spit my coffee out. <laughs> serious question. I feel like okay, let's let's rephrase the question because none of you guys are gonna be like, 
yes, I'm great looking. <laughs> I project life because I want to take more photos of myself and print more photos of myself. Anyway, okay. So I'll rephrase it. If if you feel like either you don't want to see photos of yourself or you just it's not your style, you don't like taking photos of yourself, how else can you put like self-portraits into your Project Life album or into the way that you document? Well, I mean, you can take like, I mean, obviously there's some days where it's like, I feel like I look terrible and I don't want to like document that. But like if I'm wearing, say, a cute outfit or something, you can always just sort of take like a self timer shot of you like, you know, at your desk or, or, you know, in a change room, obviously with your clothes on um, or like, (laughs) or like getting ready for getting ready for work in the morning or like, I like to try and include pictures of me like in my apartment like obviously it's just me by myself so it's going to be a self-timer picture but like you know me sitting on the couch with Sophie watching tv or me making my coffee in the morning or something like that um but I mean I know this sounds like super vain but I do like including pictures of myself because even looking back like through my 2013 album or my 2014 album you know like my hair was a different color and you know it's like I can sort of see like oh hey I gained a bit of weight there and oh hey I've lost a little bit of weight there and you know it's like all a part of you know like your life I mean that's kind of goes back to how I was saying about how like my days are like super you know the same but I feel like personally personally I have changed you know like my hair is a lot more blonde now than it was a couple years ago so it's like hey I feel like I look better with the blonder hair and you know it's all these different things and like when I'm you know 40 years old and I have gray hair or not 40 years old 40 years down the road so when I'm like (laughs) 60 or something um you know and and it's like if I've got gray hair or you know all these wrinkles it's like I'm gonna want to look back and be like hey look at that like that's awesome (laughs) even though I don't look like that anymore Maybe you should do naked photos then. No, <laughs> you, you can hide them. Yeah, yeah. Put them behind. Have, yeah, put them behind. <laughs> no, I don't need my my father looking through my album. Going, oh, what's this? Like, no, ladies, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah but for me it's actually the opposite i i try to i i can never make a conscious effort to take pictures of myself which i feel like that's something i should work on since i'm saying i'm doing this album for me mm-hmm. um but i don't know i just forget i'm so used to being behind the camera i guess that i don't ever think hmm let me take a picture of myself so what are your tips for that because i really need to like do that more <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's like, it's funny because I've, you know, I, well, I guess we're, you know, we're all kind of in the same age, but it's like, I remember taking like selfies before they were called selfies in, mm-hmm. um, high school with like a real, like instant, like digital, not a di- instant digital. That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> like, um, uh, you know, like a point and shoot, like a point and shoot mm-hmm. camera where you would take the picture and then you'd have to wait until you got it developed to see what it looked like. And so, you know, I remember when we got our first like digital camera, it was like the family digital camera. And I would literally just like take pictures of myself all the time because of course <laughs> I had to go up on my space and, you know, this was before mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram, all 
all of that. So like, I've essentially been taking pictures of myself for like 15 years. So I, I know what are good angles and, you know, I know all of this kind of stuff. And so like, I guess, I don't know, I've just been doing it for so long that it's just sort of like second nature to me. It's like, you know, I see a mirror and I'm like, Hey, I'm wearing a cute outfit. Let's take a picture or, you know, but it's like, I don't do that in public. Like if there's people around, I don't like to do that. But if I'm like, you know, in the mall, in the change room or at home or like in the elevator at work or something and I have a cute outfit, yeah, I'm going to take a picture of it. If I don't like how it looks, I just won't include it. So that's what you need to do, Julie. Just do it. Right, like every time you see just do it, it, just take a picture of your face. <laughs> I just have my camera ready all the time. <laughs> yeah. I also like the way you do um, like non-traditional self-portraits where it's not like just like your face or just like your body, but it's also maybe your hands, I don't know, making tea or from where I stand type of photos. Yes. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Oh God. That just means I'm super vain. <laughs> but you know what? I'll take it. Cause it's just me. And you know, like I, that's the other thing. It's like, I don't, I don't have a lot of friends that live in Vancouver. So it's really just me. And so I don't have someone that can take a picture of me. So if I'm going to be in my album, I'm the one that has to take the picture. So like, it was great. I had a friend up um, from Texas uh, last year or no, last March. And we were out and, you know, exploring and this kind of stuff. And I was like, Hey, can you take my picture? And she was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And so it's like, I got some really cool pictures that someone else had taken of me that I never would have been able to take by myself. So I guess that's part of it too, right? Like if it's just me, like I have to figure out ways of getting myself in my album. So yeah. So I think that's the best thing about memory keepers. I've met a few people that I met on the internet. One of them, I went with Vanessa to Paris and we were both just taking photos of the other person, you know, like just by default, we were each taking photos. And then at the end, it was so nice. Like, of you. I think memory keepers are the best like type of people to be friends with if you want photos of yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my friends' lives are documented in my album, so they are very excited too. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, remember when we did that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are older. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's funny that you say that, Kaylee, because um like my friends that are here um, they're not memory keepers. So like, they don't get it. And it's like, you know, they don't get why I want a business card from a place that we had dinner or why I have to take pictures of my food or, you know, stuff like that. But I have hung out with other people who do scrapbook and, you know, whatnot. And it's so funny to see how they are because it's like they are just taking pictures of everything and you know they're like on their phone you know trying to figure out the best shot and so it's it's really funny to to hang out with people who are memory keepers and to hang out with people who aren't and because you can see like the main difference there thankfully I my friends that I go to New York with they um they know how I am so like they'll see a business card they'll be like hey do you want the business card and it's like yes please (laughs) so like they they get it and I tell people that like if you hang out with me chances are you're going to end up on instagram because i'm going to take a picture of you and you're going to be in my album and then i'm going to post it on instagram and then you're going to end up on pinterest so it's kind of like i have to like warn people like if you're going to you're going to end up on the internet 
well, my my friends um, usually wait for me to to take the photos. Like when we are having coffee or something or dinner, it's like, Marta, are you? Uh, did you did you take the picture already or not? Do we wait and we can we eat? <laughs> like just having fun. Yeah. Yes. So they know to expect that from you. It's like okay, now we can eat. Okay, come on. <laughs> Good friends. <laughs> what about supplies? What are your top three supplies for pocket documenting? Cards, stamps, uh, and little embellishments. I think that's it. And the trimmer for me is very important. Are you are you meaning like um, like supplies that we use as in like you know I take basically all my pictures with my phone like does that would that count what if as you one want of them? To count? <laughs> well, okay, well definitely my phone <laughs> because that's what I use the most. And um, yeah, probably my phone, and then actually like an app like Pick Tap Go. I use that to edit my photos, even though I have Photoshop. I find that it's easier to um, to do to use like PicTap Go to edit my photos. So that's definitely another thing. Um, and then probably because I don't use a lot of sort of supplies and embellishments as much anymore. Um, my other thing would probably be like a printer at home because I found that when I actually bought a printer because I used to use um, like the Canon selfie thing which was fine for the first year that I did it but now looking back I'm like ooh, I wish I could reprint all of these because they're not maybe the greatest quality so it was a total game changer buying a printer so I could print my own photos at home because I can just take one eight and a half by eleven piece of photo paper and print out you know like six uh, three by fours or you know whatever I whatever size I need that can fit on that and so I mean yes it is a little bit more expensive probably to um, be able to print at home but I like that I can take a picture and five minutes later it be in my album and that's an, that's probably how I I stay most up to date as well because I can instantly have my picture in my album. I'm so glad that you said that the Canon selfie is not doing it for you anymore because I'm yeah. that stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that you, you couldn't stamp on, on it uh, and it was uh, I couldn't have a, a good stamping on yeah. It. yeah the only yeah, thing I can stamp no, on it is like stays on I can't stamp anything else on the paper yeah, yeah no and it's like I use it I still use it oh. yeah. yeah I mean it's, it's right it like does the job it's quick and easy um I'm like in the market for a new printer though eventually because having to only print and they're not true three by fours and true four by sixes which is yeah getting more frustrating the longer I use it at first it didn't bother me because I got it as a gift when I was in college and I just wanted any kind of printer um but now that I'm more conscious about that kind of stuff I kind of wish I had a more exact uh printer so yeah um, yeah Okay, so what are your three supplies? Oh, uh, my three supplies are anything with veneer because it's just like <laughs> I'm all over that all the time, Yay. especially stars, you know. Um, I uh, My date stamp because I think it just looks really cool when you date uh, put the date on your pictures. And I've been really into like vellum lately and stamping on vellum and things like that. So I love vellum at the moment. 
That's also a good tip for all those drunk, like bad photos is if you print it on Vanum, it looks like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then three tips for someone who's just getting started. Maybe they've never done any scrapbooking or any documenting in their life and they want to start tomorrow. What are your three tips? Um, I would say don't try too hard to copy other people because I did that and maybe like four years ago when I I did I I started four years ago and I never finished the album because it was so bad I tried so hard to make it look like other people's albums and I never really had my own style yet so I would say don't restrict yourself to copying specific people and get inspiration from a wide variety of people yeah, that would be my, probably my like number one tip too. Like don't, don't compare your album to someone else's album because your lives are totally different. Like I, I know exactly what you mean by that, Julie. Cause like when I first started, like, um, Elise Kripe was like the one that like got me into it. And I just loved how her album looked and I just loved, you know, I maybe not so much the colors cause I'm not sort of a big fan of like orange and whatnot, but it was just, I absolutely loved how her album was. And when I started to do my own album, it was like, well, we live in different climates. Like so my pictures aren't going to be all bright and sunny and you know, I'm not married and I don't have kids. And you know, so it's like, I, I looked to her for inspiration, but in no way are our lives at all the same. So why would our albums look the same? So I think that's a big thing that people, uh, you know, that maybe, stop people from wanting to get into it because they look at other people's albums and go wow you know like this looks so good why isn't my album looking the same like I look back at my 2013 album and I'm like ooh this is not (laughs) you and it's like looking back at that album and then looking back at this year's album it's like night and day because I found my style and I found what works for me so yeah the I think that's the biggest thing is like don't compare your life don't compare your albums you know find things that you like and then you know you can emulate them but it's not gonna look the same Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah, I would say that it begins small, and and I don't know, and don't try to have all the things in your life documented because you will never will. Yeah, and this is something that at the beginning it wasn't is what Tracy was saying before that I have to take a photo of this, I have to say a photo, uh, take a photo of that, but you will never will have everything. So uh, just don't don't try it. Yeah, I think that's really important because you have to realize that if you weren't doing this at all, then there would be nothing, you know? So if you want to document one thing in a year, that's more than you were doing before. And that's okay. Yeah. People struggle with uh, organizing and, and having time to do it. And I think that um, for me, it, it works to have a, a lot of photos printed all at once and then work on it in, in an afternoon or something. I think that would be my my advice or something. That's a good tip. I think another tip would be, uh, well, I know like for me, especially when I started out, I didn't have a lot of supplies. Like I didn't, I didn't even have a computer when I started, which is why I I used my phone so much and why I used the, you know, the Canon selfie, because I could just literally send it from my phone to my, um, the Canon selfie. But it's like, I think having a lot of supplies when you first start out can be super overwhelming. 
because you look at all this stuff and you're like, oh my God, I need to put, I need to use all of this or where do I start? And, you know, so I found that when I first started, I really didn't have like any supplies. And now I've got so many supplies. I don't even know what to do with them. And I, I mean, I forget stuff that I have, you know, it's like, I have this, you know, all this hoarding stuff and I forget about it and then I don't use it. And then it's like, well, what's the point of hoarding it? Because now I'm not going to use it. And yeah, I think it's, if you can limit your supplies, that is also super helpful. Don't go out and spend like a thousand dollars on embellishments and all this kind of stuff. Just find what works for you. And then if you go, oh, hey, I really like alphabet stickers. Okay, well, then go buy a bunch of them. But it's like, I have a bunch of alpha stickers. And it's like, I don't really use them that much. And yeah, I don't know. It's limit your supplies. That would be another tip. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I could talk to you ladies forever about this. I feel like it's like you have so much knowledge between the three of you. And I'm so grateful that you've shared it with, um, with me and with everyone listening to the podcast now. Um, so thank you thank you well thank Thank you you for for having having us yeah thanks for having us this is awesome it was it was really cool to talk about so fun (laughs) yay thanks ladies goodbye thank you so much thank you Bye. bye thank you for listening to how she creates we would love to see how you create share with us on instagram using the hashtag how she creates if you love learning about creativity with us please leave us a review and subscribe on itunes Grab your art supplies and we'll meet you back here next week for another episode of How She Creates.